Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Welcome to the jungle. My name is Jim Rome. Let's crack in. All right, we are having an amazing week. It's about to get even better. We are now one day out. Nice to have you here. What's cracking? A tremendous Thursday to you. Let's get it. A ton to get done, as always, especially the day before the day. So let me lay out the program for you really quickly. Telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. We have a lot of smack-off-related business. I've got a lot of sports I want to get to. I've got a, a ton i got to get done in the next three hours. I cannot waste time. This is not going to be easy to execute. So... Get in here right now. Telephone number again, toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on Twitter at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at Habitate.com. So in terms of what we're looking at, I've got lots to say about tomorrow. But in addition to that, coming up at 940, Kelvin Sampson, the head basketball coach at the University of Houston, is going to join us on the phones. They are getting ready for a big move into the Big 12. Coming up at 10.20. Hour number two. Big head bets. Not only are we doing a big head bet segment, but the big head's going to break down the smack off field. Now, for entertainment purposes only, you can't get actual action. We're not actually betting money. There'd be an inherent conflict of interest. It would be as stupid as an NFL player betting on the NFL at work. We're not doing that. This is for entertainment purposes only. This is to get the insights of a guy who has been a part of more than 10 smack-offs. This is a guy who's got kind of betting in his DNA. So, the big head, James Kelly and I, we talk about the smack-off and the field. Coming up at 11 o'clock Pacific time, Errol Spence Jr., unbeaten, Unified welterweight champion of the world joins us via Zoom. He has arguably the fight of the year against Terrence Bud Crawford. That's coming up next month. And I've got an episode of the Jim Rohn Podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Don't listen during the show, but you might want to listen after the program. Kalani Sataki, BYU head football coach, joined me, class act. And I know the Coug Nation is large. Loud, proud. They're also going into the Big 12. So we have all of that to get done. Eric in Castle Rock. I have not made a decision on him yet. I've got to get that in. And you know what? Stranger things have happened. You could work your way in the day before. 1-800-636-8686. All right, so let's get started. What do you know? We made it. Here we are. Here the bleep Here we, are. we are. Here the f*** we are. It is smack off Eve. It is the day before the day. And we have one more sleep to get to smack off 29. 29 years in a row of the smack off. And while you never quite know how things are going to go on the day of, we are looking forward. We are looking really good for one hell of a main event tomorrow. We are. I've done this every single year. I know how it sets up. There's some years where I'm a little sketchy. Little sketchy about how's it going to go. I feel good about tomorrow. I really do. And the reason I do is the heavy hitters have RSVP'd. And they're coming in hot. And they're extremely motivated. I can feel the energy. 
Energy is everything. I can feel the energy, and I like this energy. I love this energy. I'm all about this energy. All there is left now is to take the calls tomorrow and then pick the next king or maybe even queen of smack. But before we get there, there are some things that I need to hit on today because there's not going to be enough time to get to this tomorrow. Over the years, often I've done this the day of. I'm doing it the day before in order to save time in real estate for tomorrow. Number one, this is the Smack Off, an invite-only event. If you have an invite, congrats. That means you are the very best of the very best callers in all sports talk radio. Tomorrow, you get an enormous stage, and you deserve it. Thank you, guys and gal, for all your hustle leading up to tomorrow because it's been a great Smack Off season, one of the best ever. Now, it's an invite-only event, but... That doesn't preclude you from participating. It does not exclude you from participating. In fact, it's actually the opposite. Yes, it's an invite-only event, but audience participation is encouraged. In fact, it is demanded. If I could require it, I would. Point is this. I want to hear from every single one of you tomorrow. Just not on the phone because you won't get through and you'll clog up the lines and you're not invited. But there are other ways to interact with the program and you should use those ways. Namely, email me, Rome at habitate.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Jim Rome. And on Twitter, remember, hashtag everything smack off. That's it. Hashtag smack off. Just a hashtag, hashtag and the word smack off. Do it early. Do it often because Twitter is a janky, broken, miserable hellscape these days. However, we typically do trend on the big day. So let's get the show trending again tomorrow. I need all of you for that. Hashtag smack off. Hashtag everything smack off. And then if you want to really get into it with the callers, see if they trend. But make sure you hashtag smack off. Now, one easy way to participate right off the jump is to send me your listening setup. I love that. Or your watching setup. Or your sneak follow along at work setup. Send me those pictures. Tweet me those pictures. As long as you throw the hashtag smack off on it, I will try to retweet every last one of them. I love the setups. I love the way... I love seeing the way you set it all up because it shows me how important it is to you that you want to do it the right way. So I'm all about the setups every single year, and they do get a little crazier every single year. So I'm pumped on that. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow as well. Also, just to be very clear on this, because a number of you have been asking, you can listen or watch all three hours. All three hours will be simulcast on CBS Sports Network. It will be televised in full. Do not be worried about that. All three hours will be on TV on CBS Sports Network. Also, there are watch parties around the country. The legendary Lorelei in Green Bay is hosting clones. N.W. Growlers in Portland is going to host clones. And I'm sure there are more. First of all, thank you to both those bars. Appreciate you both very much. Now, if you want us to promote a watch party, 
Hit us up today, and if it's legit, we will promote your watch party. You never know. Maybe you'll even get to witness history firsthand, like the Lorelei did last year when one of their very, one of their very own became a first-time king of smack. He did it from the bar, and here's how it sounded. You had I Frady showing up out of nowhere, and you had Caleb. I Frady, one of the best to do it, ever. I've long said about Caleb, it's not a question of if, but a matter of when. Runner up, the old man, I Frady. History made at the Lorelei. That is your defending and deserving champion, Caleb in Green Bay. Rockstar. Caleb also made it crystal clear that he is out to repeat. He is showing up tomorrow to defend and not just to take part, but to take over. He's not here just to defend. He's here to run it back. He's here to go back to back. And I can't wait to see what he I has tomorrow. Wait. I can't wait. Hardly wait. I can't hardly wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't hardly wait. Hardly wait. See what I can't wait for. I can't wait to never hear that song ever again. That song dies today. Along with Smack Off season. We should have choppered that nightmare yesterday. This song should be banned along with the Rat Fam, the Piece of Crap Club, and Bum Smack. I can't wait. Do you know I can't wait to ban you forever? You should have been banned for sending it in. Alvin, please run this disgrace. For the last time ever. I hate that call, Dino. Not a very good call. All right, so back to tomorrow. If you're calling tomorrow, and I don't know why I need to say this at this point, but I still need to say this at this point. Get a hard line. I, I know that they're hard to find these days, but get a hard line. Or in the very least, make sure you have a solid connection, a good connection. Find shock, check in, make sure that you sound good. Believe me, the last thing any of you want is to have a podium quality call lined up and then nobody actually hears it. Do not let bad technology get in the way of great content. You either get a good phone connection or you will get run. I don't really have another option. I just don't. And on the topic of getting run, I don't know why I have to say this, but I have to say this too. You absolutely can get run in the smack off. People have, people will again, even the monsters, even the legends. It is the smack off. It is the most important day of the year, but the FCC still has rules and they still apply even to the smack off. As does common sense. If you cross the line, you are gone. Just like any other show. This is not a pay-per-view event. This 
is not Skinamax. All right? Keep it suitable for air. You can be aggressive. You can be on the line. You can step over the line and take a look. Dance all over the line. Just make sure you keep yourself on the air because there are still standards and boundaries. Now, as far as duration and length of the phone call, smack-off calls do get a little extra rope because smack-off callers have earned the extra rope. But again, I've only got three hours and really eight segments to work with because the last segment we announced the winner. So you get some extra rope, but you don't get forever. You don't get 10 minutes. You don't get to take an entire segment. Nobody is that good. Nor do you need an entire segment to make your point and win the event. So tonight is a really good chance to consider exactly what it is you want to do, what you want to say. A quick punch up, a quick self-edit. Tighten it up. Get to your punchlines. Keep your takes moving. Three minutes of absolute fire is always better than five minutes of meh. Keep it in mind. And good luck tying it all together. I cannot wait to hear the calls. I can't. Can't hardly wait. I'm hyped. I'm ready. Can't wait. Also, I mentioned yesterday, if you're not a monster, and you should know if you're not, if you're a first-timer, if you're a second-timer, if your best finish ever is ninth, don't be arrogant, don't be cocky, don't lay out, because even though you're in the field, you're not guaranteed to get on the air. You stand a better chance of getting on in the first hour. And if you're afraid because of what happened last year in the first hour, you're going to get buried anyway. They can smell fear. These are the monsters, all right? Did you not see the way they went at Nick Casario? He's a general manager of an NFL team. They will eat you alive. The monsters smell fear. All right, don't be dumb. Be sure you get on the air. People have won from hour one. It's not an impossibility. If I were you, I'm not going to tell you how to do this, but if I were you, even if I were a monster, I might think about turning this thing on its head. I might come at it differently. Don't disrespect hour one. I would look at hour one as an opportunity, frankly. All right, so there are your brass tacks. All that's left now is to sit back and enjoy the most important show of the year. The best show of the year. And remember, we will make the final decision. And by final decision, I mean all decisions are final. They're final. And that will be at the end of the program. So no, we have not already selected a winner. I know a lot of you dopes think we have. Hey, Rome, you know you picked that dog already. You know you did. You know what that is? That is the very, very definition of a hot take society. Rome picking the winner before the event to inspire rage. I don't do that. That's not my brand. That's not what I'm about. That's not where I live. That's not who I am. I have not picked the winner. You know why? We haven't done the competition yet. 
The winner will be chosen tomorrow. The winner will be chosen purely on the quality of their call. Tomorrow. And then that winner will get five gur, five grand, and the smack off strap. Good news, second place gets nothing. Second place gets zero gur. Five gur for the winner. Zero gur for the runner-up. Zero. Third place gets even less. Smack off 29. Tomorrow, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, the best of the best callers in Sports Talk Radio on the biggest stage of the year. Alvi, let's get it. We have a new champion, and he did it. Caleb in Green Bay. Anything is possible. There are three seasons on the sports calendar. Football season, non-football season, and smack-off season. The The date for smack-off number 29 is Friday, June 30th. Five grand to the winner. Zero grand to second place. Don't worry, you're all winners, losers. It doesn't matter how much money you make this week. If your heart's going to explode the next. Those bones headed my way. To be clear, this is an invite-only event, Vic. Fizzle going to do what Fizzle going to do. Oh, yeah? Well, well I wake up at, at, at 1.40 in the morning. King Victor is back, bitches. How's that grab you? Rick in Buffalo. I guess if I was as big a loser as victim, I'd pretend to be other people, too. Benny in Wisco. When Rick makes his calls from the local payphone, he's got to knock the receiver off the hook with a broom and scream at the top of his lungs at it while it's swinging above his head in order for anyone to hear him. B-I-C. I, Ray Craig, is a hobo sexual. He prefers wrestling with a homeless chick on the most drugs with the largest tent. Mark in Hollywood. Fred, you're basically the jungle's Gronk. You've won a lot thanks to cheating, and you're a poster child for CTE. Cuckold, timid energy. From Richmond, Jeff. The dirtiest player in the game, Jim. Jeff from Richmond has come back to the smack Left. War, Jacksonville Jaguars, Shahid Khan sporting that big brown lip sweater that looks like he gave him to Najee Davenport. The Cablin Asian. You're either an obese, sweaty, hump, drunkenly rocking a jersey of some player that wouldn't on you if you were engulfed in flames, or you're a suburban dad whose wife has already spent the five grand you thought you were winning today. I afraid I don't need to be reimbursed for my expenses. I don't need my dog's assistance. Here I am, oh natural, kicking your ass. Caleb in Green Bay. Caleb versus everybody. Take your best shot, tough guys. I'll see you in my driveway. Get in here now. And what did I tell everybody to do? Roman Rome. I said, say my name, a double dog. Say Drizzle's name, say his name. He can't hang up his phone, right? Gonna do some drugs tonight. That guy is lame. We are officially counting it down. Who is Johannes? Johannes. She just is a net face kook. You can either be great with me, you, you can, can win with me, or great. watch me win. Win what? Another positive herpes test? Acknowledge me. God, I hate these guys. June. 30th. I do declare. I do declares. Come get some. <laughs> Come get some, you little bitches. On Wisconsin. Tomorrow, it is Smack Off Eve. I can't wait for that. More of that. Better than that. Fresh content. Let's get it. All right, when we come back, I'm going to open up the phones. Hit me. It's Smack Off Eve. You know what to do. one 800 Craving some protein after a good workout? Do not make a shake or eat a bar. Grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper instead. 
Why Old Trapper? Because Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender and made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. Old Trapper is a family-owned business. They take their smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Like, who wants dried, tough beef in a bag? Nobody. It's like eating a shoe. Old Trapper, though, is the real deal, and it comes in four amazing flavors. Old Fashioned, Teriyaki, Peppered, and Hot and Spicy. So the next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime, anywhere, grab some Old Trapper beef jerky. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. That way you can see the quality that you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you do not see it, clones, be sure to ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Kelvin Sampson joining us. How are things? How you doing? Jim, always good to be on with you. Uh... Um, usually I'm on with you in the, uh, uh, February, March, getting ready for the tournament, but, uh, I'm on with you in baseball season. That's a good thing. Yeah, that is a good thing. That's a different thing. And one of the reasons, Kelvin, you're on right now is because the University of Houston is getting ready to enter the Big 12 Conference. Right. How hyped are you about that? And what kind of thoughts do you have as that day approaches? You know, it's so good for the University of Houston, for the city of Houston. I think in 1997, I was at Oklahoma in the Big in the Big Eight, and then when the uh, Southwest Athletic Conference, which Houston was a part of, disbanded, and so those eight uh, traditional Big Eight schools took in the four Texas schools and became the Big Twelve. Houston, unfortunately, was floundering and, and, and lost its identity. It was kind of lost in the wilderness there for a while. Jumped from Conference USA, then they jumped to the American. It was like, you know, how do we, how do we get back uh, to our roots? And, um, and with this, when Conference of Realignment started becoming a real thing, I think there was a lot of hope. Um, Renew Couture, um, uh, our president Tillman Fertitta, who, who's our do everything guy, and Mac Rose, Hunter Yurichek, Chris Pesman, our three ads. I think there was a lot of work put in, but um, you know, self esteem and 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 being self confident is so important in athletics. And now that we're big in the Big Twelve, I just think it uh, gives our fans and our alumni and our boosters a chance to stick their chest out and. And look at the Baylor, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, Texas um, uh, fans in this state, and say, you know, we're back, we're back with you. So uh, it, it's it's a it's big for our university, and 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 obviously going to be great for our city. Kelvin Sampson joining us. Kelvin, you made the point recently, and I quote. This isn't a neighborhood fight. We're about to mess with Sonny Liston and Cassius Clay stuff. End of quote. As an old school fight fan myself, I can appreciate the reference. But for everybody else, what exactly did you mean when you said that? Well, you know, we, we've had some success here at Houston. Um, you know, there's two or three schools in the American Athletic Conference that you know, from a name brand standpoint, from a tradition standpoint, had something going. Uh, Memphis was, I think, a great brand name. Cincinnati, you know, Temple's had its uh, time with Coach Cheney. But that was the American. In the, in the Big 12, every night, it's almost like a first-round or second-round NCAA tournament game, 
because that team's aspiration is to do that, and they probably will. You know, Kansas and Baylor, um, you know, have kind of been the uh, North Stars in this conference for a long, long time. I don't think Scott Drew and Baylor gets the credit uh, that they deserve. Kansas, obviously, has been the bell cow for this league for a long time. Um, but TCU, uh, Texas Tech, uh, Baylor, uh, and then you look at what Iowa State did early last year. What a great story Jerome, Jerome Tang in Kansas State was. I know, I know how capable Oklahoma State would might could go down the line, but you're, you're playing an NCAA tournament game every, every night. I think our conference record last year was 17 and one. Year before that was 16 and two, 15 and three, whatever. <clears throat> well, those days are gone. You know, your 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 goal is to get to the tournament, get the highest seed possible. And your record may not look glitzy and glamorous, but I think the preparation you get from playing against um, uh, these these big heavyweights. You know, these. These aren't tomato cans we're, fight, we're uh, fighting anymore. These, these are uh, these, these dudes are the real deal, and you got to come ready and be and come with it every night. Kelvin Sampson, my guess, they aren't cans. No way. Kelvin, turning to the NBA draft for a minute, the Pacers selected your guy Jarris Walker with the eighth pick overall. Fit, of course, is everything. Do you like that spot for him? And then, what kind of a player in person are they getting in Jarris? I think Jarrett fits the city and the coach. Um, Indianapolis is a great basketball town. Indiana is obviously a great basketball state. Rick, Rick Carlisle is a veteran. He's won, a, he's won championships with Dirk Nowitzki and um, in Dallas. So he'll be able to help Jarrett navigate um, the challenges of being a rookie in the Big 12. He's, he's coached a lot of great rookies, and, and they've gone in, on and developed. Um, I think sometimes Jarris has been thought of aloof or maybe not as engaged, but he, he is as intelligent a kid that I've ever, I've ever coached. His basketball IQ and his, and his uh, personal IQ. Uh, Jarris Walker is highly, highly intelligent, and uh, he's a great kid. You know, when the NIL, uh, I'll tell you a great story about uh, Jarris, uh, Jim. When the NIL thing started humming, um, not one time did Jarris and his mom and dad ever mention NIL to us. Um, and even after he got here, they didn't mention NIL to us. But I knew that he had an agent that was working with him on that stuff, but he never asked the, he never asked the school about it. But I know that uh, we had some NIL things that we were doing for our kids, uh, golf tournaments, different things. When Jarrett got his NIL money, he gave it to the managers and to the walk-ons to make sure that they were involved with this. That tells you a lot about Jarrett Walker. That's a great story, a great anecdote. Kelvin Sampson, my guest. Kelvin, before you go, what about Marcus Sasser? He goes 25th overall to the Pistons. What's your reaction to that? And then how special is he both as a player and a person? You know what I mean? This is a, uh, the highest compliment possible coming out of our program. That kid's a dog. It is a tough dude right there, uh, Jim. I think he was rated 300 and something out of high school by rivals and all those high school basketball rankings. He was a three-star. He came he came here with a chip on his shoulder, and he goes to Detroit with the same chip. Um, he's 6'1", but he's got a 6'7 wingspan. He competes. He's a quiet assassin, great teammate. 
tremendous kid, great mom and dad. Uh, Jared and Marcus both represent who we are as, as good as anybody you could have. Quentin Grimes with the Knicks, the same thing. Those, those kids came here with a story, uh, they, and they turned around and rewrote it. And now uh, all three were first-round draft choices, Jarris in the lottery. But Mar- Marcus Sasser's in a great place. I love the Pistons for him. Uh, because of Troy Weaver and Monty Williams and uh, Kate Cunningham, Ivy, uh, they, they've got a lot of playmakers there. Detroit's, Detroit's a team on the rise, and Marcus can go in there and help them. Kevin, you're so right. That is the highest praise coming out of your program and coming from you. That is the highest praise imaginable. That guy is a dog, and he is. Marcus is a dog. Listen, Kevin, great to have you on. (laughs) Great to have you on this time of year, and I'm really anxious to see Houston going to the Big 12 because I know you'll have a little something for all of them. My guy, great to have you, Kevin. Thank you very much. Have a great week, and I know you and I will connect again sometime really soon. Okay. Always an honor to be on with you, Jim. Thank you. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Uh, the B-I-C, Brad. Yo, Brad, what's up? Romulus, Romy, Rome. From the time you left Matt in L.A. on hold for the entire smack-off right after D.A. roasted him for 20 minutes. To the time you kicked Matt in L.A. out of the smack off on Dong Day Eve. Your boy Brad and Corona's had your back, pimp. Jimmy, please use the proper terminology. It is not smack off Eve. It's Dong Day. And let's get one thing straight here off the top. Dong Day isn't just the day before the smack off. Dong Day is a state of mind. Dong Day is a lifestyle, Jim. But I'll be honest, it's kind of hard to focus on dongs when it's all that tragedy that went on last week with those people in the submersible who went down to visit the Titanic and ended up visiting Jesus instead. I was reading some of the news stories, Jim. Apparently, one of the passengers brought a Rubik's Cube on board. I guess he was trying to set a record for solving a Rubik's Cube at the lowest depth ever recorded. And I mean, that didn't really go as planned, but turns out he did set a record for the only person to ever become the size of a Rubik's Cube while trying to solve a Rubik's Cube. So there's that. A lot of pressure down there, Jim. It's no joke. They say where the sub imploded, it's 6,000 pounds of pressure per square inch, which is approximately the same amount of pressure Jeff and Richmond's wife feels every time Jeff has sex with her missionary style. God rest your soul, 6,000 pounds per square inch. Let me do some quick math. That's 12,000 pounds of pressure for her total when Jeff's little nub is fully aroused. So uh, there's that. Listen, on a semi-related note, I'm not sure if you heard this either, but I guess Caleb in Green Bay is already on the waiting list for the next submersible trip. Yeah, he told me he was all in once he found out all the passengers and crew got sucked to death. Jim, I've been watching a lot of that Tour de France show on Netflix You know what I'm talking about, right? Lots of European men riding around in the heat on bicycles for hours at a time. Now, my primary concern, Jim, and I'm not really sure how to put this with all that FCC talk you did earlier, but 
You know how we have uh, Dick Flowers or Richard Flowers or whatever you want to call him? Well, Jim, I'm worried about their Richard Boogers. Is that does that make sense? Uh, no, no, Brad, that does not make sense. You don't like that call. I don't, like I don't want call. you to make it make sense for me. Call. Now you're done. U.S. Cellular is introducing us mode. You know, it's kind of like airplane mode, but for people. It's a way to set up your phone so it does not get in the way of people really being with each other. Block distractions. Make way for real connections. Give it a try. Visit U.S. Cellular in-store or online, and they'll help set up your phone to us mode free. Even if you're not a customer, built for superior 5G connection and real human connection, U.S. Cellular, built for us. Find out more at uscellular.com slash find us. Fabian, brother, what's up? Hey, roll me, dog. Hey, I stay in my lane. I know I don't belong like that. However, I'm part of the gang, my man. So, you know, happy uh, uh, losing my thoughts, man. The day before the smack-off. Prediction, B-I-C, the B-I-C all day. And then, B-I-C, Dick and Ocal. Those, those two are going to be top three. End of story. Sean the Cabin Asian might be uh, the other one. Hey, tomorrow's going to be an awesome day. We're going to kick it. Ray NSA is flying down here. We, uh, you know, we're, we'll figure it out. But I have this one shirt that I'm going to see how many clones I could get to sign that baby for me. Um... Anyways, I don't want to take time from you guys. I'm not going to reference nothing about a dong, which I already did. Uh, and you guys have a good one. Thanks for the time, Romy. Hey, ho- I hope I'm around to catch number 50, you know? And you better hang around too, bro. Talk to you later, Romy. My man, Fabian. Rack him. I don't say that very often. Rack him. I like it. He said I'm not going to mention dong day, although I already did. He said, I hope I'm around for 50, and you better be there too, Romy. Faves. Neep! And if I'm going to Portland, I'm probably going to James in Portland. James, my man. What's up? Jimmy, my man. And Albie, it's good to see you're celebrating Dong Day by gifting the office a top-shelf bottle of Jurgens. Sorry for my confusion. I always thought the day before the smack-off was brand left wife swap day. What happened to that? So, Jim, it is true that winning the smack-off can parlay into a successful radio career. And there's no better example than past winner Shawnee, the legend. I mean, as of today, Sean has a podcast with fewer listeners than Woodscopes. And more impressively, he's a spokesman for a low-testosterone company on Twitter. Not joking. Shawnee just so happened to check all the boxes to be a legendary low-T pitch man. There you go. He's fat, check. He's bald, check. And he has an extremely flaccid penis. Chavo! Ah! No. You don't like that call. I don't know. Maybe when he began his call with Happy Dong Day... I should have known that it would end with him saying, quote, he has an extremely flaccid penis. Jeff in Southfield's back. Jeff in Southfield is back the day before the big event. Jeff, what's going on? Thank you for the fine, Jim. Jim, while most of the world was focused on the merger between the Live Tour and the PGA, there was another merger happening in the world of golf. 
That's right. Adam Hawks Nation Golf was merging with a homeless shelter. I guess Hawks thought that was more prideful than merging with his wife's parents' house. Hey, Hawk, while you're wondering how you're going to feed your broke ass today, I just want to remind you, you used to work for the Jim Rome Show. But no, you got tired of interviewing celebrities in front of an audience of millions. What a dull, boring grind that is. You wanted the thrill and excitement that can only come from cramming bubble envelopes with crappy golf hats. Yes, nothing's better for your marriage than having your wife go from saying, my husband is the executive producer of the premiere show and all of radio, to saying, my husband fills cheap envelopes with cheap crap. You know what your wife's cramming into a cheap envelope, Hawk? Your divorce papers. Nice life choice, you jackass. You're a freaking idiot, Hawk. Speaking of idiots, hey, Mark in Boston, I saw you calling me crazy on Twitter. Hey, Mark, aren't you the guy who drove from Boston to Nebraska to get a vasectomy from a quote-unquote specialist only to discover his office was a converted bathroom in the basement of a church and the doctor's assistant was a chimpanzee and you still went ahead with the procedure? You must really hate your kids, Mark. And, Mark, I've never done anything as crazy or stupid as you getting that Jim Harbaugh tattoo. Mark, when bets involve real money... That's when you don't welch. When bets involve being drunk off your ass and Jim Harbaugh tattoos, it's understood that you can welch. How lacking in self-respect are you that you didn't realize that? Mark, on behalf of the entire world, we would rather legally change our names to Welchy McWelch than to get a tattoo of Jim Harbaugh. Mark, I'm going to repeat what I've told you before. We all know the real reason you're angry. It's because in response to your Jim Harbaugh tattoo, your wife tattooed her inner thigh with Chris Webber calling time out. Jim, here's some quick impressions before I go. Here's James in Portland's call tomorrow. Jimmy, my man. Instead of there being an ask the pros question, it should be the pros asking Alvy. How do you get so much brown chicka bunka bound bound brown chicka bunka bound bound stealing silk's catchphrase and not getting called out for it? Come on! Here's Drizzle's call. Why nobody saying my name? Three years nobody saying my name. Say my name. And here's Paul's dog's call. Jimmy, I got invited to play tennis. But I had to decline because I had a bad case of tennis elbow. Rock me, Romy. And finally, Jim, hey, Brad and Corona, I might not have my YouTube channel launched yet, but when I do, it's going to have a chance to do something your junk doesn't grow big. Wow. Jeff and Southfield. All right, so there might have been some jungle pandering involved. A lot of impressions. A lot of energy. He's not currently holding. What do we do with that? Mark in Boston. Mark, what's going on? Hey, Jimmy. Uh, Hey, Jeff, listen. 
since you're in the field now, you're going to need to know how to do a rebuttal. This is what it sounds like to respond on the fly. Jeff, if I could see into the future to find out what my kids would turn out as, if they were a psychotic, self-important lunatic with a failed comedy career and bad voices, I'd have gotten that vasectomy the day I hit puberty, bro. And hey, Drizzle, great RSVP, especially the part where you said other guys ain't got no heart. Maybe I don't have a heart, but I have a house. So scoreboard there, Drizzle Intensity. Hey, Jim, Cablin Asian does have a podcast. He co-hosts it with a dude named John McClain. Before you ask, no, this guy is not chiseled like a young Bruce Willis. He looks like Ray Ratto if Ray Ratto ate Ray Ratto. If this John McClain was forced to jump off the top of Nakatomi Plaza with a fire hose around his waist, we're going to be looking for Officer Al Powell and Dwayne underneath the rubble. So is your guy's podcast called Die With Hard Arteries? Is your next guest Nick Casario, the guy whose eyes look like they're in a long-distance relationship? Hey, Jim, uh, the symptoms of fetal alcohol syndrome are small head, low nasal bridge, flat face, and a thin upper lip. So I know what you're thinking. What was Rick and Buffalo's mom's drink of choice? Spoiler alert, it was Pabst Blue Ribbon. Hey, well, it's Dong Day, and I'm actually shocked that Brad and Corona didn't talk about Toronto Raptors taking Grady Dick in the first round. I'm excited to see him on the hardwood, though. I think he's reached his growth limit. On the court, he'll be a shower, not a grower. But if you feed this guy balls in the post, he's going to go hard in the taint. Pay- ah! That's not a good call. No. Holy crap, Mark. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very Mark, good call. Mark, what? about the end of that phone call would suggest smack off Eve. None of it. And San Diego has been with me since hour number one. Appreciate the patience, Scott. What's up? You bet, homie. It's an honor to be on with you for the first time, man. So this might not be a real popular take amongst the clones, but that's okay. Because unlike Brad and Corona, my self-esteem and self-worth aren't dictated by my popularity on your show. B-I-C. The reason the call screener thought you said broad is because you sound like a stoned-out, entitled Valley Boy bitch. And speaking of entitled, when you call the show, I can't tell if my radio is still on or if I somehow picking up a nearby TV playing an episode of Real Housewives of Orange County. I mean, dude, when I heard you complaining about not being instantly recognized as Brad from Corona, I honestly thought you were trying to do an impression of Ron Burgundy when he's introducing himself to Veronica Corningstone. I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, I'm kind of a big deal. Dude, you're the Violet Bogard of radio. I want to talk on the Jim Brown show, Daddy, and I want it now. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. <laughs> Not a very good call. I thought that was funny. He goes right to the front of the line, of course. Steve in H-Town. The nut. Stevie, what's up? Hey, boss. He just did a great uh, wrap-up of our wrap-up show, so I don't really have to pitch it much more than that. No, but... no, no, no. Dude, 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 dude. Go ahead. Let them know exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right after your show, look for me on Twitter, or you can go to stucknut.com until it crashes. But uh, we'll be streaming live on Twitter and Twitch, YouTube Live. Just look for Stucknut or Stucknut Radio. And, you know, as soon as you interview that, that predetermined winner, that – hasn't been leaked yet. Um, we'll we'll fire it up and we'll go for a few hours. 
I like it. And probably, as I mentioned, the non-predetermined winners who got their asses beat will also be guests on the program, right? Yeah, if we have time, we, we always want to hear from everybody else, but usually it gets clogged up with the, the participants and they're, they're whining constantly. And we have to, we have to run them because it, it just gets to be too much. I got you. Good. Well, listen, you know, I appreciate you and I appreciate that show and I endorse that show. I can, I condone that show. I'm into that show. I appreciate the show. What else before I let you go? Oh, well, I know the clones wanted me to chime in on, on that stupid dong day, but I'm not because it's the jungle and I'm a throbbing member. Ow. The stupid clones wanted me to chime in on that stupid dong day, but I'm not because I am a throbbing member. Good night.